Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. The truth of what's happening to the streets. We want to help you understand. We want to inform you, inspire you. Taking it to the streets. That's what we're doing. Hey, good morning, everybody. Will Marotti. Will Marotti Show, WTIC News Talk 1080. Matt Sorice at the Master Control Panel, guarding both the phone lines and making sure the tempo of the timing of the program is right on track. That's <laughs> over. So you know, we've been binging lately. I mean, I hate to admit this because it must show how boring our life is, but uh, my wife and I have been binging on old Frasier shows. And I love Frazier because Frazier's a radio talk show host. And he, and he does counseling on the air. It's kind of like, you know, he's a psychiatrist. I'm like, oh, that would be fun, right? We'd just have, maybe we'll have open line Thursday. What are your, what are your problems today? Give us a call. What do you want to talk about? <laughs> I mean, I do it a lot anyway. I mean, I, I'm not a counselor. Don't get me wrong. I'm not a licensed counselor. I'm not pretending to be one. But, you know, as a pastor, I've been a pastor for, God, but gosh, better part of almost 30 years and 23 of these years at the church of my wife and I started here in Wallingford New Life Church. By the way, by the way, if you don't have a church you regularly go to or don't have plans for Sunday, we'd love for you to be our guest. New Life Church, 350 High Hill Road, Wallingford, 830 in-person service, 1015 in-person service. We have child care for both services, great food, inspiring music, and, uh, you know, just check it out. <laughs> A shameless self-promotion. Um, 860-522-9842. So, so Ron DeSantis, not even running for president, raking in big money. Uh, we're going to mix it up a little bit today. At 1035, we're going to have Don Pesci on, Red Notes, Blue State. We're going to talk about Connecticut's energy crisis. Energy prices are rising again. It's going to be a costly winter. Is that enough to make you change your vote? I don't know. I don't know. Restaurants struggling again. Here's a great story I hope I get to. Uh, and I was there because I knew Reason.com would go off the charts about this college giveaway by President Joe Bungle. I mean, Biden. Um, and, and they had a story. Elementary school uh, calls cops on a four-year-old for violating their mask mandate. What's this? 2021? No, no. This was this just published two days ago. Um yeah, so, and we haven't even really got into the college thing. I want to get into that this uh, this half hour, why the college giveaway is such a horribly bad idea. All right, let's go to uh, Harwinton and Jack. Hey, Jack, welcome to the show. Hey, good morning. Uh, first time caller and infrequent listener. Um, Thank you. you know, Thank a- you for calling. Amen, I wish you listened more often. Your, amen to your prayers, and I appreciate <laughs> the services that you're providing. Thank you, Jack. Um, ironically, my fiance and I have been watching Frazier, too. Um, <laughs> but to get on to a subject uh, more serious, we're experiencing something that's um, that's really disheartening 
um, with the state FMLA system that yes. we've been forced into. And I'll start by saying this. Anybody out there that thinks they have short-term disability insurance provided to them through their employer, whether they're paying for it or not, is mistaken. The program, your insurance has been hijacked. Even if you uh, enrolled previous, which enrollment periods start before the new year started. Yeah. Um, so you're paying for insurance that you're, you're not going to benefit from unless you're a very highly compensated employee. Mm-hmm. In a nutshell, the state uh, cap is $840, and based on income, they pay a higher rate than disability insurances. Mm-hmm. And what happens is, is um, my fiance had a, a procedure, and she's going to be out of work for six weeks, and she applied through her uh, program at work, her insurance at work that she pays into at um, mm-hmm. close yeah. to $50 a month. Sure. Um, and her claim was approved. Why? And um, she was told by HR that she she should. She was uh, recommended that she file with the state. And we don't we don't want to be a part of that state program. We have pay for these insurances, and we want to go through the private insurance. Why, why well, was she denied, uh, Jack? If I could ask, she was not denied. Her appro- her claim was approved. But here's what happened: the the statement came from the insurance company in the mail, and there's zero dollars check. The state made a deal with the insurance companies and the insurance companies are allowed to offset your payment based on what your projected payment from the state is and you have to file with the state in order to get any monies yeah yeah. now when you go to file with the state this gets really bad when you go to file with the state your the state is using aflac so you have to apply with the state and then you get bumped to aflac you know it's funny you mentioned that i'm so glad you mentioned that anybody you cannot get anybody to talk to you. So if you don't have computer skills or if you're laid up in a hospital, you only have 30 days with the state. And if you don't file within 30 days, you can't even file a claim. So what happens is, is you get bumped to AFLAC and you have to sign a blanket statement giving them access to all your medical history, yeah. not just the stuff that applies. Right. And as soon as you apply with the state, they tell you right off the bat there's a 15-day delay. So... I have somebody I work with that's been waiting three months and still can't get this straightened out. And if you look at the state, uh, the fine print in the state programs, if they run out of money, then they won't pay. And then eventually maybe you'll get money from the insurance company. But I really don't think in an election too too late. it's going to come out and tell anybody they don't have any money. But uh, what it comes down to is your my fiance has been paying into a program for insurance that's never going to pay her. Yeah, yeah. And um, she enrolled in that program before the year even started but this system we, we were way late i mean everybody knew this M- fmla thing was a bad idea on its horrible face. idea and guess what as a church we're paying into it we get no exemption we didn't want to participate we wanted no part of it we have to do it we have three employees that have have, have participated in the connecticut system so far this aflac thing i'm thinking is fairly new i'll tell you why had two employees that that participated in in uh FMLA last year and both received, you know, I think it's 90 days. I think that's the best you can do. Um, and, uh, and then we had a more recent one and we got a letter and I was stunned. We got a letter and, and, and there was AFLAC on the, on the letterhead. I'm saying, what, what the heck does AFLAC have to do with this? Now, now, now it makes sense to me what you're telling me. I had no idea AFLAC was involved, but when we had two prior employees, uh, seek uh, seek assistance. None of that happened. We didn't get anything from AFLAC. We just got a thing. They signed off, and and the people got you know ninety days of of uh, of, of pay reduced amount, of course. So now that's why the AFLAC thing. Oh, son of a gun, Jack.
You just, so now, you just now based on uh, based on the projections of the insurance company that my my fiance is entitled to um, eight hundred and forty dollars a week when her disability would have only paid her six fifty. Yep. The offset leaves her with a negative balance. So, so she did not receive a, a, a check from disability from her insurance, and nor will she unless the state denies her claim. Now oh. the state is fifteen days in arrears right on their website right off the bat. And then um, you're relying on state employees working from home. The contact infos, you leave information, and somebody's supposed to call you back. Yeah. It doesn't happen. Supposed to. Uh, like I said, I know somebody that's been struggling with this at work through my employer for, for, for three months now and has not seen any payment. And I'm going to say we're blessed. We can live six, six weeks without, without her income. Um, and everybody, really, this I implore everybody, you need three months' worth of savings, cash, assets to cover all your living expenses. Because yeah, if absolutely. you think yeah. if you think you have if you think you have private insurance, I mean, we had an incident just a year ago, and then another one three years ago with some injuries and some issues where we were out of work. And through the private program I had at work, um, I had a check within a week. Um, that's not going to happen now. We're yeah. being forced onto a state system that we had no idea we were going to force. You know why can't people in? opt out of that, right, Jack? Why are, why are we why are we we were compelled to participate in these fraud Our systems? Lawmakers made backroom deals with insurance companies who are lining their pockets with yeah. profits from money that's being paid for insurances that, that, that are never paying out. Aflac pay being one of them, apparently. And you know who's exempt from this, huh. ironically? Oh, please. Oh, big surprise. State employees. No. Of course they they're are. They're not even paying. They're not even they paying are. into FMLA. Well, I'm going to see if we can get an exemption. I want to start a, a, a nationwide movement, at least for churches, to get an exemption from this stuff. Because well, this is. This I is mean, a now we're we're talking state. I mean, we're talking local. No, I know, but I'm saying, but every is, state has something. Every a lot of states have right. some kind of family leave thing. I just yeah, got to find the ones that do and rally all the churches yeah, together. Not every not every state has a governor like this one and oh. a Congress like this one. Thank God. Um, I guess Thank my God. point is, is so we're we're blessed. You know, even if we never see the six weeks sure. worth of income, sure. um, we're going to survive it, and we're going to yeah. be provided for. You know, I have faith in that. And, mm-hmm. and um, so, but that being said, what about what about the single parent or the elder, the the, the working uh, working person out there that's living paycheck to paycheck, like more and more people are, thanks yeah. to thanks to government uh, shutdowns during COVID yeah. and everything that they've done to us. Um, actually need what about the, the single it. parent who ends up in a hospital bed as a result of an injury that either is not medically, physically capable of filing or doesn't have the abilities to do this uh, computer skills or anything else? HR departments have hung us out to dry. I work for a company of 80,000 people, and I can't uh, – I could never get any assistance from yeah. HR. You're yeah. on your own with all this yeah. paperwork. Especially well, and that's why for years, right, we, we've taught Dave Ramsey financial piece for years at New Life Church, and – and right off the bat, you know, you got to have a three-month emergency fund. you got to have 90 days of salary in the bank because no one's going to take care of you. you got to take care of yourself. you got to protect yourself. I know I, not everybody can do 100%. that, but but I think um, some people, some if you can save that, you need it as a goal, whether it takes a year, two years, three years, you got to get three months' salary in the bank and leave it alone. Jack, yeah, i got to oh, let I've... you go. Thanks so much for your call. All right, going to take a quick break. Commercials. We'll come back, 860-522-9842. We're talk about increased energy prices here in Connecticut uh, at 1035. And, and the ongoing poll, if it was Trump or DeSantis in the primary, it's probably not going to be. But if it was, and you had the deciding vote, who would you vote for? Will Marotti Show, we'll be right back. 
All right, welcome back. Hey, there's the final uh, part of the Amen list. Uh, not a record, but a good showing today. Uh, Sharik, Virginia W., Terrence B., Cassie S., Mark M., Jim R., Cheryl E., Lonnie Moe, Sarah F., good to have you back, Sarah. haven't seen you in a while. And Jack, thank you so much. 58 today, not a record, but certainly a decent number. Appreciate that very much. 860-522-9842-1035. We're going to have Don Pesci, Red Note, Blue States. We're going to Red Notes in the Blue State. We're going to talk about energy prices, which are going up in Connecticut. Let's go to Glastonbury and Val. Val, welcome to the program. Hi, Pastor Will. Thank you for doing what you do. Thank you. Um, Thank you. I like what that, what President Trump did, mm-hmm. but I didn't like his tweets and some of those yeah. things. Yeah. And I think the media is so against him that that he won't really have a chance. And then the other part of it is I really worry about if we can have a fair legitimate election a lot of people worried about that yeah i I really do i just think they're so ingrained and it scares the heck out of me (laughs) do you think because of 2020 and and some of the reports that have come out and documentaries that have come out do you think you think republicans will be more uh alert do you think they've thought of you think they've thought of ways to make sure that if if there are any are any shenanigans going on you know, obviously it will be in Bridgeport because Bridgeport's the, the home of voter, voter fraud. But if there's any shenanigans going on anywhere else, that they'll be able to, to find it this time. Like this shutting poll thing down, I think that's a bunch of nonsense. Why are they shutting polls down in the middle of the night? I think they just keep going. I, I, I just feel like that, that's a, it's an open invitation for fraud. But, yeah, I um, think so. And, so, are, would you say, so are you voting for Trump or DeSantis with your comments? DeSantis. Oh, DeSantis. Okay, well, that, that that evens it up now. It's eight to four. Okay. And, and I heard what you said that he, you know, he has some personal reasons he may not want yeah. to. I believe I heard um, Republican Sununo talk yep. recently. From, from New Hampshire, uh, New yep. Hampshire. Mm-hmm. Um, He sounds good. And and maybe there's some other Republicans. That's John Sununu's son. Yeah, he's, he, I like him. I like him better than his father. Yeah, yeah I, think, and, I think he's and, a good guy. And I think a governor makes a much better president than a senator or a anybody from Congress. Why do you uh, think that? Some I hear people say that. Why do you think that? Because they've had to be responsible for a budget. Mm. Um, they've had yeah. accountability that way. Yeah. Um, and when you think of some of the great presidents, they were governors. Yeah, that's true. I mean, of course, you know, not everybody. I mean, I think of Dwight Eisenhower. Dwight Eisenhower was a general. Mm-hmm. And, and 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 he in two term highest approval rating in the history of any two term president was sixty five percent he left office, but then you look at Reagan. Reagan was a governor, right? So right, you right. know there. Yeah, I, I I agree with that. I think uh, I think sometimes guys independent of politics, if you're a businessman or a military commander or or a governor, I think those are all right. good, better than better than senators for sure, yeah, and better yeah. than uh, than Congress people for sure, representatives. And I would like to say that I wish Trump would would advise whoever runs well that's the, the role the kingmaker role and that's what a lot of republicans want him to be in the is in the kingmaker role i don't i don't know i think he feels like there's unfinished business i think he feels um certainly does like being attacked i mean he's a fighter and i don't think right. he like and i don't think this mar-a-lago thing's sitting well with him so we'll see no, we'll see what happens but i mean well, like I, I said i voted for trump twice if he if he's a candidate i'll vote for him a third time so yeah i, I um, voted for him twice too but i i just Fear that yeah, I don't know. They're, they're out to get him. There's no question. I, I fear for his life, quite frankly. I wonder yeah, if, I if they'll some CIA will get some drug dope crazy person and they'll try to take him out. That's what I'm afraid of. Oh, so. that's a good point. 
Very good point. All right, uh, Val. Thank you so much for your uh, for your call. All right, listen, we got to take a break. Couple commercials, news, energy prices going up, up, and of course, our energy in Connecticut is higher than most places anyway. But it's going to be a costly season. Heating oil, fuel, home fuel up, propane up, natural gas up. It's going to be a costly heating season. Very unpleasant. We're going to talk more about it with Don Pesci, the curator of the blog uh, Red Notes uh, Blue State. And just. Uh, <laughs> Red Nose Blue State in just a few minutes. So. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Man, the show is flying by today. Love radio. Love talking with you guys. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Just, uh, I mean, you know, it, it could be worse, I guess. I, I, you could have, I mean, as, as frustrated as, as a lot of us are with the current administration and, and just a mistake after mistake after mistake that President Joe Bungle, I mean, Biden, um, is prone to, I mean, it could be worse, right? I mean, we're still, we, we still have, uh, relative uh you know, relative safety and security and heat and food and no I said it's a grocery store here night I mean it was like old it was like nobody wearing masks a couple a couple of people wearing masks and the food shelves were fine and there was nothing that was out missing you know I mean I don't want to be lulled into a false sense of security but I mean it, it could be worse it could be worse but it's going to get worse because winter's coming Natural time for increase in energy prices. It could be a, a worse season than general for a lot of folks. Joining us now on the hotline, the curator of uh, the Blogspot, which is donpesci.blogspot.com, the home of Red Notes uh, Blue State. Uh, here he is, the aforementioned Don Pesci. Don, welcome back. Hey, Will, how are you doing? Good, good, good. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm good. Uh, I, I disagree with you slightly, a very small bone to pick. Yeah. I don't think things can be worse. <laughs> oh, well, I don't know. Ask people in Ukraine. Right? <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, 
No, I mean, there's so much craziness going on. I mean, we, this isn't why I wanted you to come on. I want you to talk about this energy situation we're looking at. We're talking about, but what are you thinking about this college thing? This this free, you know. I I had a laugh. My I just my brother-in-law just sent me a message, and and my my crack researcher sent me the same message earlier this morning. It said my uh, my home mortgage wants to identify as a college loan now. We can, that's a way to get home mortgages paid off. I mean, what else can we give away, Don? I mean, I don't. I, we're gonna start selling selling tiles at the White House. I mean, what else can we give away for votes at this point? Oh yeah, I know he's doing a pretty good job of that. But uh, you know, the the whole thrust of uh, his effort here is to is really to allow uh, colleges, universities, and any you know state uh, educational system that's supported through tax dollars. To raise their tuition uh, prices, <laughs> I mean, that's what's going to happen, and we know that's going to happen because it's happened often before. That's Remember the pattern. Milton yeah. Friedman, Milton Friedman used to say, "Look, if you think higher education is expensive now, wait till it's free." <laughs> right? And and he was right. So what yeah. happens is you plow a lot of tax dollars into higher education, and the higher education administration knows that it's uh, going to get a uh, going to get a bonanza of tax dollars and it just uh, uses the tax dollars and then uh, and then uh, uh, boost its uh, tuition rates that's why tuition has gone up in this i don't know if anybody's keeping track but i think uh, tuition at UConn has gone up precipitously over the past yeah. eight, 10 20 years sure well i mean i had a call earlier saying why 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 do they charge so much? Part of it is, I think, what the market will bear. They charge that much because people pay it. And whether they pay it because they're wealthy and they can afford it or they, they go out on hock with these huge loans, as long as people keep paying it, they're going to keep doing it. But here's the thing that was striking to me yesterday. I heard that this is going to be, again, ballpark, they don't really know, 300 to $330 billion over the next 10 years. Colleges collectively and universities in the United States have over $900 billion in endowment savings right now. That's right. Why not tap them to pay part of this? Hey, there's an idea. If they're so concerned, let's, you know, if we're so concerned about it, go to the say, you know what, you're not going to get a penny of state money or we're going to revoke your, your not-for-profit, whatever, unless you, unless you jump into this and help us pay this off. If, if, if you're really determined to help people the way you say you are, which I think it's all a scam anyway, I think it's all a vote-getting a, a vote getting. Uh, uh, fire sale. Um, if you're really serious, let's, let's, let's get the universities to jump in. There's only one important question that people uh, who are running for a political office here in Connecticut and who really care about education have to uh, have to ask themselves themselves. And yeah. that question is, what do we have to do to reduce reduce uh, tuition uh, tuition uh, charged by colleges and uh, and universities? What do we have to do in order to do that? That's the only important question. Right. I mean, yeah, I would say I would I agree. I agree. I mean, um, but but why ask important questions when you can ask frivolous questions and give money away at the same time? Right. I mean, just yeah, why, you know, why tackle old, hard issues if you don't have to? The old Tammany Hall uh, will in uh, New York during the grand old days of Tammany Hall. Mm-hmm. I used to call what uh, Biden is now doing uh, the collection of walking around money. <laughs> this was, you know, you you get a whole bunch of money, then election an election is coming up, and the easiest way to get a vote is to buy the vote. 
So you use this huge cache of money that you've uh, managed to accumulate to buy votes. That's the way it was, you know, 1910. Yeah, yeah. And it's the way it is right now. Well, I, I, I guess. I mean, I, I don't know. You say it couldn't get much worse. I mean, it could get worse. But somebody called earlier, and this is how it couldn't get worse, is if if our election system has been or is about to be or continues to be compromised, then then it's it's over because then now your vote doesn't count anymore and and you have no vehicle apart from apart from you know col- colonial revolution days you have no vehicle to protest so um you know it it, it could get worse so i want to i want to make sure i i'm not being uh too pie in the sky about it um let, let's talk about something you've written about uh, recently and that is oh let me just throw this at you uh, this is a crazy story that I I, I, want, I won't get to today. I wish I could have. But this is from, from Reason.com where I go to fairly regularly. It's a libertarian uh, site. So there's a school in, this, in the Bay Area in San Francisco, and uh, elementary school, and a four-year-old shows up without a mask on. This just happened. This is, this is happening. This, this was published two days ago. And the, uh, the principal, whose name is Michelle Williams, Write that down. Spread that on social media. Uh, talk to the father, whose name was Sean. The, Sean. the father did not want his last name published, and and said that the kid, this is this is our policy. Kids with most of blah 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 blah, and uh, and so he, what happens? The kid wouldn't wear a mask. The father wouldn't make him put a mask on. They call the police. Oh god, four year old. Yeah, four year old. Now the the police seem like. Oh man, why are we even here, right? They're they're talking to the principal, they're talking to the kid, they're talking to the father, they're trying to come up with some peace arrangement. Don't they look petty and small and stupid when they're trying to enforce a policy that's ineffective to begin with on a four-year-old child who has virtually no risk of infection? I mean, or, or, or implication from infection? I mean, they look. I mean, what? What? Again, could it get worse? Yeah, you could call the cops on a four-year-old. It could get worse. What do you well, think? You know, the, the important takeaway uh, from that experience is that um, you know Cardinal Newman, uh, who was a famous uh, prelate uh, uh, that who moved actually from the Episcopalian Church to uh, the Catholic Church, used to say that there's no rule on earth to which there is not at least one exception. So you have to uh, you have to allow for exceptions. The real danger, the the real danger is making rules out of exceptions. That's the real danger that... Ah! Uh-huh. Yeah, no, that's the real danger that we face yeah. in, in our national and state uh, politics. You know, you have a lot of politicians who, you know, just want to, you know, they want to do what they want to do, and so they invent uh, an exception to a rule, and then uh, all of a sudden, uh, next Tuesday, that exception becomes the rule. And um, th- this is a horrible way to a horrible way to conduct uh, both, uh, you know, political political uh, matters and, and and social matters. Well, sure. it is it is except you know I mean I try to explain this to people all the time. Everybody everybody's in, infatuated with the concept of fairness, which is which is really a bad thing because life isn't fair. And if you don't learn that when you're young, you're going to live your life being disappointed, <laughs> right? Because life is a a series of unfair. Uh, circumstances, uh, judgments, you know, preconceived ideas and notions. So I try to say, you know, we have policies. We make policies at church, right? And the policy 
you know, we tell people this is case by case. We, we, because we make the policies, it's our institution, we can make an exception if we want to. That's right. But, but people don't get that. Well, oh, wait a minute, I thought, no, 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 stop. We, if we want to make an exception, then if we make an exception for one person, then everybody thinks they should get the exception. It's blanket, and it's not. That's right. So, you know, that, that, I mean, that's good. I like that. I've never heard that before. To every, to every rule, there's an exception. I mean, I think that's, that's very true. But people, people are stuck on fairness, Don, and this is what the problem is. Life isn't fair. That's right. Um, when you assert an, an exception to a rule, which is just, you know, when you do that, people yeah. accuse you of hypocrisy. Right. And, uh, uh, you know, the, the old saying about hypocrisy is that hypocrisy is the, is the compliment that vice pays to virtue. Okay, that means you know it, it, it's it's perfectly reasonable and acceptable yeah. acceptable in a sane and reasonable society to allow yeah. exceptions to rules. Mm-hmm. It's not you know it's not hypocrisy. No, it's not at all. As long as it's being administered fairly. Oh, here's my fair thing again, right? You got uh, well, correctly administered uh, justly. Yeah. I tell you the other thing that's wrong. Uh, you know, since we're talking about broad uh, areas of uh, of uh, culture and politics. Um, you know, there's there's a lot wrong. There's a lot wrong with with our uh, our politics. And uh, uh, you you in the past you used to be able to depend upon uh, moderate uh, politicians, uh, people who could uh, you know move between both of the uh, both of the uh, powerful political poles. You know, mm-hmm. conservatives and now uh, postmodern uh, progressives. You should be able to depend on them uh, to make uh, necessary adjustments in in policies, mm-hmm. and they that no longer happens. That really just no longer happens. Everybody, and I mean everybody, is running for the next campaign. This sort of thing began with Barack Obama, you know. Yeah, it really began with him, and uh, politicians, uh, you know, on the left are creating policies. They're really exceptions to rules. They're creating policies uh, so that because those policies will appeal to one or another intersectional group uh, that uh, that they they want to vote for them. That's mm. that's what's really going on. Nobody's yeah. thinking of the broader uh, philosophical and political questions. Is this policy good? For the for for the majority of people in the United States. Well, isn't that partially because we've we've really abandoned critical thinking, not, not critical theory, critical thinking, right? And and we live in a microwave society. We want everything now. We want instant gratification, and it's everything. Politicians want everybody wants it, and so. You know, I, I did this morning. I forgot I made a cup of coffee this morning on my Keurig, and I got mad at myself, so I stuck it in the, in the microwave because I wanted to have it, and I wanted to have it fast. You know, so I didn't want to wait. I wanted to make another one. Hey, let's let's for a few minutes talk about this because I, this is really what I want, want to get you on your your latest uh, your latest post on um, um, prices, uh, yeah, energy prices. So, I mean, you know, of course, energy prices go up in the winter time. We know that, yeah. but but I think there's going to be an exceptional uh, pain amount of pain caused this year, particularly when you track the prices of heating oil, when you track the prices of propane. What what what's your thought on this? Yeah, well, you know, I think people are coming around very very slowly to understand uh, the laws of uh, the the laws of uh, uh, supply and demand, and the law of supply and demand says that. Uh, you know, when the uh, demand is constant and the supply is less, uh, prices go up. 
Um, so, uh, uh, you know, this, is, this has been the case in human affairs uh, roughly since the Middle Ages, since we, since we got away from feudalism. Uh, and, and, and so it's an old law, and it's one that politicians uh, here in Connecticut uh, seem concerned uh, never uh, to allow uh, people, voting people in the state of Connecticut to fully understand. Yeah. So you have, you know, you have a big wire, wire, um, you know, prices of gas, and wire energy prices spiking. Why are they spiking? They're spiking because the demand has been reduced. The demand mm-hmm. has been reduced by guess who? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Joe. Uh, uh, Joe, uh, Joe Bungle. I mean, Biden. It's been reduced by him. Okay? So every single politician in the state of Connecticut mm-hmm. uh, who's running for any public office, dog catcher, I don't care what it is, you know, on Board of Education, mm-hmm. should now uh, learn the, uh, the, the law of supply and demand and mention that, uh, that uh, the president of the United States seems... Uh, not to understand uh, how the economy works. I mean, yeah. you know, this is how you win. This is really how you win uh, elections. Everybody is uh, gathers around the same bonfire, and uh, you know they 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 re- they repeat essential truths that people already know. Politics is just a matter of saying to people bluntly and honestly what they already know. Yeah. You know, you have to have the courage to do that. Right. You don't have the courage to do that. You shouldn't be in politics. Well, don't you think, too, Don? I mean, we're talking with Don Pesci. Don't you think, too? I think the people that are most effective, and and I and I think of, I think of two people when I think of this. I I think of John Rowland because John Rowland was very good at what I'm going to suggest. Abraham Lincoln was very good at what I'm suggesting. You've got to be able to take complexities and reduce them and explain it to people where how they can understand it and how they can apply it to their lives. If you can't do that. Then, then you're not an effective communicator. That's right. Well, you know, when people here in Connecticut are, ta- are talking about the coming, you know, uh, oil spikes, all they have to do is just remind people what they already know. They have to say, hey, look, you remember the toilet paper crisis? Do you remember that one? You know, oh, yeah. Every- yeah. Everybody <laughs> remembers that one. And that, suppose it was fabricated to a degree. <laughs> so what happened was you had a, you had a temporary uh, dip in supply. Yep. There and then people got very excited about it because, gee whiz, we need toilet paper. So then all the hoarders scooped up uh, the diminishing supply of toilet paper. And before you could say, you know, what's next? A shortage of energy products? And what's next? All the shelves were empty. So this is what happens. Well, the but, good news you know, is you can't store you can't store heating oil as easily as you can store toilet paper, right? Yeah. You got you to limit 250 gallons in your tank right. as opposed to people. I mean, I couldn't believe. I mean, there were fights in stores over toilet paper, Don. <laughs> I mean, I mean, unbelievable. <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah, I know. I I remember that. Everybody remembers that. So you know, just uh, talk about the laws of supply and demand as they relate to the the, oil, the toilet paper shortage. <laughs> That's all you yeah. have to do. Yeah. People remember that you know. There's a. There's also an, on that particular <laughs> posting, energy prices in Connecticut in the winter are discontent. And that post, there's also a schematic of Connecticut energy mix. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So you look at that. Fifty-six percent of energy in Connecticut is natural gas fired. Okay. Forty-one yeah. percent is nuclear. 
mm-hmm. like 2% and 1% that are other. So what the Democrats want to do is redraw uh, that schematic it, within, say, 20 years. They want to redraw the whole thing. Yeah. And, and it's not going to happen. It will not happen. Yeah. So, you know, you just you need politicians to step up and just say what, as I said, say what people already know. Yeah, and I think that's what we lack. What people are, you know, again, I think we substitute good communication with just freebies. You know, oh, yeah. it doesn't matter what we're giving away. We don't, we don't feel like we need to explain. As, as the current day politicians, they don't need to explain anything. They just give people away. People know that. I'm giving you a free phone. Okay, great. I'm giving you ten thousand off your student loan. Great. I'm giving you this. I'm giving you that. That's what people. And I, and I think it, it, it it's sad. It's sad. But hey, Don, I gotta let you go. Thanks so much for your call. Have a great, uh, great week. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much. Always a pleasure. Thank you. All right. Hey, I'm out of time. Great show today, guys. Awesome. Love you guys. Enjoy the afternoon. God bless you. And uh, talk to you soon. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.